Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. The Golf Show with Brian Katrick. He's been the talk of the course today with his huge drives. I really am rugged with this. It's early Sunday morning. The sun is coming up. I'm on the tee at 7. I'm here to try my luck. They say this game's a tough one, but I'll give it my best shot. Though the bunkers look like beaches and the greens like parking lots. Oh, Lord. Big match coming up. I'm going to be Nina Caddy. What am I going to do? Why don't you try him a little left? And why don't you try back up? Yeah. Give me just a little room. Help me keep my head down. Save me from those double bogey blues. Golf requires goofy pants and a fat ass. You know, you don't deserve any credit hitting the ball with that swing of yours. Try to hit one with my swing. I'm catching on the ball, right? I'm moving my head. I'm laying it off. Well, that too. I'm pronating. When you're not super I'm clearing too early. I'm clearing too early. My God, my swing feels like an unfolding lawn chair. Step right up, folks. See if you can outdrive the amazing golf ball uh, whacker guy. Help me keep my head down. It looks like I'm a wreck. It's in the hole. Save me from those double bogey blues. Happy Sunday morning to you. It's the golf show on the fan, 680 at 93.7 FM. I'm Brian Katrick looking at a good team here. There's a glare on the window, but I do know that Cullen Madden is back there. He's waving. I believe that's Adam Crooks also back there with him. I give you credit, Adam. I know you're there, even though I can't see you in there. Thank you. I'll take it. <laughs> right off the bat, Adam Crooks getting credit on this Sunday morning. That's Chris Mascaro. Next on the tee is his podcast. This is his golf show, and we're glad to have you with us. We fired J.R. Ross. I'd had enough of him. <laughs> Just, I mean, honestly, what was he bringing to the table? Oh, that's unfair. We can't we can't cut JR out just like that. All right. We'll let him stick around. J.R. Ross from Dogwood Golf Club was uh was with us down in Orlando. Uh he stayed down in Florida. He's obviously, you know, pressing business at Dogwood. Surprised he was able to get away. <laughs> but he, he he's hanging out down there where it's been warm and dry and uh, it was really nice down there. That was your first trip to the merchandise show. Indeed it was. What did you think? I thought it was tremendous. Uh, you know, the, the interesting thing to me is I sit back and look back on the experience. First of all, heading in, I got tons of emails because I was a registered media guy going to be there. Hey, come see this booth. Come see that booth. Come see the other booth. I thought all this stuff was really cool. I'm going to make you know all these different appointments. I had a pretty pretty full dance card for the first day on on Wednesday. Went to absolutely none of them. None. I could get to zero of them because you get out on the floor. And first of all, as a first timer, it's like the first time you walk into Disney World or whatever. You're, I, I was overwhelmed by yeah. the size scale and scope of this thing again people kept telling me get good shoes because you're going to be doing a lot of walking Eighteen thousand steps the first day oh and back in eighteen thousand steps yeah back and forth because you know you you see one thing and you're going over here and someone says hey let me go take you and show you this thing and it's way on the other side of the convention floor and you walk way over there and then someone else says hey you need to go check out the x and such over here which is of course way back on the other side so i was Back and forth. I made none of the appointments that I wanted to make or told people I was going to make, but it was fantastic, and I can't wait to go do it again. 
That's a perfect first day. I'm so glad you had fun, and that's a perfect first day because that's that's a lesson that it takes a while to learn a lot of times at the show is that it's like a fast-moving river. You have no idea what's going to happen. You could try to plan something, uh, but... You know, you got thrown right in it. None of none of what you planned actually happened. Doesn't mean it wasn't better or worse. You right. had a great time down there. You saw plenty of stuff. Just didn't go the way you'd planned it. That's perfect. I was telling you that, you know, I, look, I'm not Mr. Popularity. Try walking the show floor with Michael Breed, which I've done. He can't take two steps without being stopped. In this case, it's just friends. It's people that I know. It's not, it's, it's not oh, Mr. Famous. No, it has nothing to do with that. Uh, every 10 minutes... You would stop. And it's somebody that a lot of times it's somebody you haven't seen. So when you stop, you're going to stop for 10 minutes. And this can be at a booth. This can be in between. Uh, the problems to me are when you lose 10 minutes to the guy that you saw yesterday. <laughs> and like, that you're like, going to see it tomorrow. Like me and JR. Well, would... <laughs> I mean, I'm not pointing any fingers. The, the guy, <laughs> I don't need yet. Yeah, I've got places to go. I got to see the people that I don't know, that I haven't seen, whatever it is. I, we can talk tomorrow. We can talk on the plane, whatever it is we're doing, you know. But you, so every for me this week, this time, it, every third conversation was one of those. It was good. I, I consider that a win. So two out of three were meaningful and constructive and and you know fruitful. At least you know I, I like all the conversations. Batting but, over three hundred. That's right. I'm batting over three hundred. <laughs> you know. And, uh, and but, but yeah, one out of three were, I'm, I'm, I'm going to see you in an hour. We're doing the meeting right now. Why are we doing this? Uh, so, and that's not even like the Atlanta people. There's a whole lot of Atlanta people that I only see at the show, which is really strange. Is that right? Yeah. I, mean, I don't like it. Saw Sean McKinnon and Chris Purvis from Berkeley Hills. I'm supposed to play over there, you know? I'm, I'm an honorary member over there. I shouldn't see them once a year at the merchandise show. I could see, see them in Norcross, uh, but I don't. So I'm glad that I saw them. You know, there's I got, we got to catch up with Brian Conley, who was at Bobby Jones for a long time. We got to hear about his project. There were so many good ones. But, yes, I did have a couple of updates from JR uh, multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're supposed to wave. Hey, you having fun? You having fun? How's it going? Good? All right, good. I'll see you. I'm going down here. <laughs> now, in my defense, I was coming over because I, I came over to the Sirius XM booth because I figured you were there. Now, yes. what didn't click in my mind was the fact that we had a golf tournament going on, you know, a day early. Right. Right. So I was I was really just going to come sit in the, in the seats that they had set up there to watch the show, but... You clicked in about when I saw you standing there and not behind the microphone that, oh, yeah, we got a golf tournament that started on Wednesday. So there, there probably isn't going to be a, a Katrick and McGinnis today. No, but you were standing there. I don't actually even know why I went back down there. I may have been meeting somebody at our booth. I'm not sure actually why it was. But you remember one of the coolest things that happened for me personally this week at the show happened right then because you and I were standing there talking. And then Jr. came up, but maybe Jr. wasn't there yet. He wasn't there yet uh, because of exactly what you said. I, you know, people were asking, "Well, why aren't you guys on right now?" Because it was Wednesday, right? And I said, "Well, I got a day off, courtesy of Jim Nance. Jim Nance is doing—is it the AFC Championship game? I don't know which game he's doing today. Y- yes, he's doing the the AFC Championship game, Kansas City and uh, Cincinnati. There you go. That's Adam Crooks. I give you credit again. I mean, look at this." 
Here's a guy that's got a lot of credit already. <laughs> it's a big first segment. You know, here's a guy. <laughs> he came in, he was a little late, and then boom, he's got two credits already. He wasn't I, a little late. That, I wasn't late. Wasn't I was. Late. I, 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 if I remember right, I beat you to the studio. You did. I was here first. Oh, I don't know. Chris, who beat it? Who beat who to this? I, mean, I don't know. It was, it, was, it was a pretty tight race. It was tight. I mean, I, we could go to the video I tape. Think, yeah, I think you would need <laughs> to go to the tape go, on that we one. We can go to the VAR. <laughs> what? I do we like fired J.R. Ross. <laughs> <laughs> I do like those commercials where they're like, the guy's like, you left the sliding door open? I didn't leave the sliding door open. Right, let's go look at it. <laughs> you left the sliding door open. Yeah. Um, all right, so I'm standing there with you. So yep. Jim Nance is doing the AFC Championship game. That happened last year also. CBS uh, just decided last year, well, let's see if we can do a Wednesday start and a Saturday finish at Torrey Pines. The PGA Tour doesn't want to go up against conference championships you know, Sunday. That's not, I mean, it's a big day here on the station. It's a big day in the world of sports. You don't really want to be handing out a trophy because nobody's going to watch it. And, and Nance was going to have to figure out how to split time. It, wasn't, it just wasn't going to work. So they said, well, how about a Saturday finish? That allows Nance to do the event. We get, we get our number one guy at the golf tournament, and then we get our number one guy at, at the football game. So that's great. So Max Homa gets the win. The PGA Tour event's over with. He wins the Farmers Insurance Open. We're going to talk all about that. But that happened yesterday because of Jim Nance. So I said to you, or whoever else was standing there, because of Jim Nance, I got a day off. That's great. I've got him to thank for that. Well, a person is walking by the booth, happens to hear that, and he stops. Do you remember who that was? I don't. It was Ken Venturi's son. Oh, okay. Ken Venturi's son, Tim, stops walking. He's walking down the hallway, stops because he hears Jim Nance's name. And his dad, the late, great Ken Venturi and Jim Nance were good friends. And Tim stops. It's like, I I just heard Jim Nance's name. What are you guys talking about? (laughs) So I got into, you know, I'd never met him. I introduced myself to him. It was so cool. We got to meet Ken Venturi's son. Yes, we did. And he's like, well, I'll tell Jim you were talking about him. I said, well, tell him we were thanking him. (laughs) (laughs) We're not mad at him. Got a day off because of that guy. Uh, It's not exactly his fault, but I'll give him credit. So we got to meet Tim Venturi. It was. That was a a nice conversation and him telling stories about his dad. Yeah. All of a sudden we're listening to Ken Venturi stories. Right. Now, that was an interlude worth waiting for, right? Yes, there. it was. That's the kind of vortex I want to get sucked into. <laughs> Not me and JR. Well, I mean, it's, don't take it personally. It wasn't you. <laughs> we're, we're, our whole last segment today is going to be about this. We you know, fired JR Ross. Yeah, I mean, he's not even going to be on anymore. <laughs> he's going to call in and we're not going to answer the phone. I think Cullen was, was entertained by that. <laughs> hey, I didn't say it. Uh, who's, was who it said me? it? Are you sure it wasn't you? <laughs> All right, here's the big deal. The big topic in the world of golf, uh, and it is it, it does involve something. This is a uh, oh T gate. Uh, everything's <laughs> a gate. My favorite part about you know this this uh, Patrick Reed throws a tee at uh, at at Rory. We're going to talk all about it. Um, but so the older people are calling it T gate. You know, it's after Watergate. You know, of course, Adam. I don't know if Adam's ever heard of Watergate. I don't even know. If I didn't Cullen. see it. I don't even know if Cullen's ever heard of Watergate. I have, actually. Uh, when I was in high school, my student section during a basketball game 
Uh, we threw some water bottles up after we scored like five points. Water got all over the court, <laughs> so we called it Watergate. That's when I learned about Watergate. <laughs> right. So why is everything in his history books? Right. This is a scandal from the Nixon administration. All right. So maybe we need a new term. I'm fine with that. But people of our age, we're fine with that term. Yes. All right. So here's uh, here's what happens. Uh Patrick Reed is over there on the putting green early in the week at the Dubai Desert Classic. Uh, he wants to come. He wants saunters over. He wants to come say hello to Rory. Rory is squatted down. He's got his back to him. He's off, He's adjusting some little launch monitor device. And yes, they use them on the putting greens too, or maybe even driving range, whatever it is. He's, he's, he's setting something up. Patrick Reed walks over, shakes hands with Rory's caddy, caddy Harry. And he's kind of standing there awkwardly. You saw the clip, Chris. Yep. But he doesn't wait long. He waits about two seconds. He's probably making noise. He's probably talking to Rory. Rory doesn't turn around, doesn't look up, doesn't acknowledge him. And Patrick Reed turns around and walks off. Except he takes about two steps and he pulls a T out of his pocket and turns back around as he's still heading away, kind of turns back around and he underhand tosses it towards Rory. Now, the camera angle that we have and the only video of this, and yes, we've looked at the video of this. That's how <laughs> stupid this is. <laughs> you can't see the T. You know, the resolution isn't good enough. Did you pick up where the T went? I did not. I have no idea where yeah, the T went. Yeah, I was looking for it, too. Yeah, T could have gone straight right for all I know. It could have poked Rory right in the eye. I have no <laughs> idea where the T went. Don't know if it caught Rory on the fly. Don't know if it even got halfway there. I have no idea. And throwing a tee is an imprecise. And Patrick didn't, like, re-grip the tee. He didn't, you know, toe the rubber and wind up and throw the tee. He hardly stopped walking. He just kind of tosses it back across his body. It's very likely it wasn't a great tee toss. So uh, the world erupts. Now, this was slow developing because this was a Spanish media outlet that first reported this. They said Patrick Reed threw a tee at Rory McIlroy. Well, they reported it in Spanish, and then you start translating things. Yeah, technically, he threw a T at Rory McIlroy. Toss would have been a better word. Not sure he hit him. Folks weren't sure exactly what to believe. So this was, was this Tuesday or yeah. Wednesday? No, it was, was Tuesday. It was Tuesday. No, it might have been Wednesday. We were off. I don't know what day it was. You and Johnny talked about it. We did talk about it. So it was Tuesday. Yeah, I was listening. You guys talked about it. That's how I learned about Thank it. Thank goodness you're here. <laughs> <laughs> Adam, you got to give him credit because he remembers Tuesday. <laughs> and I don't. <laughs> I'll give you credit for that. All right. Thank you. What would you make of this? I think it's the dumbest thing ever. Yeah. I mean, to your point, when, when, when I first heard... You and Johnny talking about it, and you guys were really good about saying, hey, we're not sure what happened here. This is something we heard. So we, you guys were good about that. And so, I, you know, when you hear about throwing a tee, you think about towing the rubber and throwing a tee. He grabbed right. a tee. He's annoyed. Roy's not turning around. He threw a tee at him. And then you see the video, not so much. But still, the, the fact that this got so much airplay about something that is n- – inconsequential, a little toss of a tee and turn around and leave, to me is ridiculous. All right, so that was Tuesday, and that was dumb. Then it got good on Wednesday. (laughs) Rory goes into the media center. I don't think Patrick Reed did a pre-tournament press conference, but Rory did. And, uh, again, we didn't know. We don't know the writer that reported this. We had no video of it at the time. We don't want to go over the top because you're right. They want us to picture George Brett coming out of the Royals' dugout. (laughs) But I don't think that's what happened. 
And as it turns out, that's not what happened. But it could have been because Rory was asked the next day, hey, what was that all about? Listen to what he said. I didn't see it. I, I, uh, I was down by my bag, and he came up to me, and I was busy working and sort of doing my practice, and I didn't really feel like I didn't feel the need to acknowledge him. So um, I didn't see a T come in my direction at all, but uh, apparently that's what happened. And if rules were reversed and I had to throw that T at him, I'd be expecting a lawsuit. So, Boom! <laughs> <laughs> if roles were reversed and I'd have thrown that T, I'd be expecting a lawsuit, says Rory McElroy. I'd be expecting a lawsuit. Oh. <laughs> He's in the lead with one round to play. We'll get into that. But he won on Wednesday. This tournament ended right there, Chris. That's fantastic. That's the line of the year. We're going to be, we'll probably replay that for the rest of 2023. It's fantastic. And, you know, at the end of the day, he's right because he got served a subpoena on Christmas Eve by Patrick. We didn't know that yet. All right. So John and I got we we got correspondence once. All right. So I'm not going to go crazy with this. Uh, But the world didn't know that. That was the next question. That as good as that line was, Rory explains what he's talking about. Some of us kind of were already leaning like some of us got the joke. But the world got it when he told us this. I mean, I got a subpoena on Christmas Eve. Like, I mean, I'm, I, I don't see your... Like, you can't pretend like nothing's happening, right? I think that's the thing. It's like, why? That's, you know, we're, we're, you know, we're living in reality here. He's not, so. You sued me. You sued me and you served me a subpoena on Christmas Eve. And the next time you see me, you want to come up and shake my hand? Right? No. <laughs> yes. We're not okay. I didn't feel the need to acknowledge him. Exactly. Right. It's like Rory's co-hosting. He's way better than that Ross guy. <laughs> I was down by my bag. Adam, I mean, somebody else. Rory's got to get some credit here. <laughs> Rory can get credit. I didn't know we gave out credit to golfers, but Rory can get credit. He's co-hosting right now. <laughs> yes, he is. And he's doing a it. great job. He didn't see it. <laughs> I was down by my bag. Right. Right. <laughs> Honestly, Adam, in your opinion, you've been here for a while now. Mm-hmm. Who has contributed more to this show so far this year, JR or Rory? Well, we fired JR, so I got to go with Rory. <laughs> <laughs> we fired JR, Ross. <laughs> I mean, I may actually make an interesting phone call in the last segment <laughs> when JR calls in. <laughs> we'll see if he even remembers. John Farrell forgot about that's us right. last that's, week. That's true. We are very forgettable. <sighs> so I, I don't understand what Patrick Reed was trying to do. Yeah. And it, to Rory's point, I mean, Patrick, you want to come up and play all nice, nice after all of this stuff? Come right. on, man. Well, and if it's not over with either. At no, some point, you'd like to think they could hug it out. But what happens when you get served can, something like this? Can you hug it out? Can you hug it out later? I, I, I don't would, see how that happens. Well, I hope so, but I don't know. But I can tell you that from personal experience, when this first happens, the first thing you do is you make a couple of phone calls, and those people who are trained in this tell you not to do this and not to do that, and you're not going to have this contact. Well, I want to say, oh, you're not. No, we're not. Not, 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 no, 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 not. <laughs> Everything's got to be legal and above board. Handshake with your back turned on the on the driving range. 
Not. No contact. Well, yeah, you can't you can't be extending hands and smiles, right? And then five no. minutes later, you're in court trying to explain why this guy's wrong and that guy's wrong. Because while the case is going on, everything's on the record. Yep. We're not. I'm not talking to you. Right. It's not doing it. You're suing me. Stop suing me, and then we'll uh, then we're gonna fight. <laughs> and then if you don't sue me for that, then we can talk. <laughs> the worst part about it is that this is gaining. You know, the media, the whole, all the stations been talking about it this week. You know, all the shows, and it just paints that picture of the golfer. You know, like this is our malice at the palace. This is the little you know golf fight it's makes pitiful. us pitiful. Right. It is ridiculous. It's just like, why are we even talking about this? It's pitiful. Well, because it's this, it's part of a bigger problem. And Patrick Reed has been suing lots of folks. True. There's been cease and desists sent out. There have been actual lawsuits. His first two lawsuits, if you add up, the, the first one was against Brandle, and I want to right, say the right. Golf Channel. That was $750 million. The next one was against another group of media members. It was $250 million. That's two lawsuits that total a billion dollars. A billion. It's hard to take that seriously. And nobody is. Except, except that when you get that phone call, your attorney tells you, you better take this seriously, which means you're not going to shake the guy's hand. <laughs> so... Part of what people are saying is this is an attempt by Rory, or by uh, Patrick Reed to get into Rory's head. I mean, we know they had the rivalry kind of – it was nice and friendly at the Ryder Cup back in 2016 to see you know them trying to top each other, and that match was fantastic. Yeah. But it seems like now Patrick is trying to get into Rory's head for whatever that may do down the road, whether that's at Augusta National this year or whatever. What was it, a guilty conscience? Was, it, was he trying to get in his head or was it a guilty conscience? Yeah. Yeah, I don't right. know the process. How do you get somebody served on Christmas Eve? Do you get to do you get to decide when the when the summons gets served? But doesn't this stuff but, sort of fuel Patrick Reed? I mean, he loves being the guy, the outcast, the black hat, the bad guy. You know, the antagonist. Here's another opportunity for me to twist it a little bit by doing something like this. He's four off the lead with one to play, so he's not having a bad week, right? To your point. And if he get, you know, you you gotta wonder if he gets in a final group somewhere. And this was, we we were kind of thinking it might happen here, right? Because they were they were they, right, got, they were tied it, after the first round. Yeah, it wasn't going to be a final group, but they uh, so they don't repair until until uh, Saturday. But they went sixty six seventy. They both shot the exact same thing. Yeah, and then they didn't get paired together for the third round. Right. So you you got to believe at some point in some big tournament in. These guys may end up, and we know they're on opposing tours. There's not going to be a lot of opportunities. But if they do find themselves in a group together, who's got the psychological advantage? And I think Patrick Reed is trying to be that guy. Yeah. If Rory wins today, I think it's Rory. Right now, Reed, I'm sure, is trying to be that guy. Yeah. I'm sure you're right about that. Uh, by the way, if you, 50 50 that you can expect to get a letter after today. <laughs> you, you, think think? I'm, you think I'm joking? <laughs> I got you. <laughs> God, I got you know people. a guy? It's already, it's, already, it's already happening. All right. That's Chris Mascaro. We're taking a break. Uh, we'll talk about golf, but that was T-Gate. <laughs> We're, this sport's pitiful when it comes to fighting. <laughs> it's the golf show on the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. 
Atlanta's best golf experts right here on Atlanta's Golf Station. Now more of the Golf Show with Brian Katrick brought to you by PlayTheGolfIsland.com on Atlanta's Sports Station. The Fan. You know who just called? At 9.30? Not 9.40? Not 9.40. The guy we fired in the first segment, J.R. Ross. <laughs> I love J.R. I've known J.R. for a long time. You can't have a short conversation with him. He's calling during a commercial break 10 minutes before he's supposed to call the show. <laughs> what am I supposed to do with that? Are the phone lines busy? Maybe they're busy. Maybe <laughs> she's probably tried to call in, no? They're open, no. Okay. <laughs> You were copied on that text message. He's got the phone number. I did see that. What could he possibly have wanted? He knows what we're doing right now. I, I, yeah, I Again, word probably got out that he was fired in the first segment. He's calling in early to find out if he should still call in. This is a very powerful radio station celebrating its 30th year. But he's in Fort Lauderdale, <laughs> so I don't think we. I don't, don't think, think the message got, got down there. Yeah. We'll uh, we'll give him a shot. But I tell you, that wasn't a that wasn't a point in his favor. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Rory's winning, and uh, at the Hero Dubai Desert Classic, it has to finish tomorrow. They had rain. They've had lots of rain in the desert. Interesting, isn't it? Yeah, you Two- lose a round in the desert. Doesn't happen. rain. Doesn't, doesn't happen, happen often. No. No, so we got two big tournaments. You got Rory on this side of the ocean trying to be number one in the world, which he is. You got John Rahm on the other side of the ocean, on our side of the ocean, trying to become number one in the world. That tournament ended on Saturday. This other one's going to end on, on Monday. Monday. We don't have anything ending on Sunday. <laughs> oh, well. Yep. Max Homa wins the Farmers Insurance Open, comes from behind again. He's done that multiple times in his career, beats Keegan Bradley by a couple. Uh, Colin Morikawa winds up solo third. Sahith Tagala winds up tied for fourth with Sung J.M. And Sam Ryder, who shoots 75 on the final day. He was the one that was in contention the whole time. Yeah. Uh, and while I'd love to point out a shot or some moment in the round that, that was the undoing of Sam Ryder, all social media wants to talk about is what he was wearing for pants. Yes. And we have the return to social media, Phil Mickelson, pointing out the pants. Pantsgate? Pantsgate, (laughs) Pantsgate, (laughs) Sam Ryder was wearing joggers, or as we used to call them, sweatpants. Now they're joggers. Now these joggers have belt loops. I don't know that I've ever seen sweatpants with belt loops, but that doesn't mean they don't exist. Uh, This is a new trend of fashion. I don't care if you think I'm the old guy. To some of you, I am. This is not a great look. No. But it's within the dress code. This is not my battle. They let him wear these sweatpants. I don't care if he's wearing them. Twitter disagrees. <laughs> they well, can't figure it out. Well, it's the same with, uh, you know, JT in the hoodies, right, when the guys are wearing the hoodies, uh, yeah. you know, back in the fall. Now we got guys wearing And it's not so much that these are joggers and they you know, skinny at the bottom and, and the elastic. But the bottom line is they were also too short, and and the socks weren't up, and, oh, it was a whole thing. Well, we saw some of his ankle. Yep. Again, not my problem. Sam Ryder didn't break one rule. I'm not up in arms over it. Uh, there are places where you can't wear the sweatpants to play your golf. Uh, yeah, I'm wondering if on the first tee at Augusta National. I bet does you get, there's— Does he get a uh, um, Mr. Ryder? I wonder how they'll handle that. <laughs> it's a good question. I, I know they wouldn't— Dig it, 
but they also don't want to get in the way. They don't want to be the star of that show. They're trying to put on the best golf tournament they can, so it's not in their nature to do that. Uh, if you were to play tomorrow as the guest of a member, probably not wearing the sweatpants, that they can get involved in. Uh, there are places that have all kinds of rules. There, Look, that's, that's their club. They can have whatever rules they want. Masters is a little different. Hoodies the same way. Look, man, if your club allows you to wear them, wear it. Yep. If that's your garment, it's not really a, you know, that's, some of them are, to me, some of them are comfortable, some of them aren't. You know, the hoodies with the with the strings that are hanging down, you wear that thing on a windy day, you're playing golf, now you get the strings blown in your face, get the hoodie blown <laughs> up against the back of your head. It's just not a, it's not a good garment for the, the task at hand. No, and I agree with that. Now, but the bottom line to me in this whole shenanigans is the fact that it has nothing to do with getting the ball in the hole. Right. 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 But it's just, isn't that the name of the game? I, you know, and, and as you've heard me say on this show before, I don't care if they wear shorts. We wear shorts. Let them wear shorts. Yeah. I really don't care what people wear to play golf. I, I care that they're respectful. I care that they're keeping up with the group in front of them. That should be the only thing that makes a difference. Without, How are you getting a ball in the hole? Without question. So you just pointed this out, too. This blows up because, uh, well, well, some folks are tweeting about it. Who cares? Uh, Twitter has just shown us that the general public is dumb. <laughs> Thank you very much. Colin Madden, by the way, going, going the extra mile behind the scenes. Love him. And here's a guy who doesn't need it. He doesn't mind doing a little extra work in the middle of the show. <laughs> you, need, you, need to, you need to copy. Need, and boom, you got the copy. Need guys like that. So need them. So Phil Mickelson tweets, as you said. Phil comes out of hibernation. He's been he's been a little more active on social media the last couple of weeks, and he he makes a comment on Twitter about Sam Ryder's sweatpants. And he says, the tour doesn't allow shorts, but does allow this week's leader to wear joggers with ankle socks showing four inches of ankle. I'm no fashion guy, never will be, but there are some things I won't ever understand. There you go. He is the old guy. That's my real problem with the look is the is the non wearing of long socks. It, you're just showing your ankles like it, it's just a, that. It's a weird look. <laughs> if you're going to run the 40 yard dash, it's a great look. If you need to get it up and down for par at 17, I, I don't know that that's helping or hurting. What are we even doing? <laughs> the reason why we're talking about this is because Phil had a comment and then one of the follow up comments came from Eric Von Royen who also is a sweatpants guy, and his, sweat, his comment, this is a fellow tour player, for those who don't know, <laughs> <laughs> Eric Von Roy in South African. I want to say he actually had a visit to Kennesaw State. Like really? We almost had him on the golf team. Yeah, Jay Mosley, I think, got a visit from Eric Von Royen. Adam, did you see him on campus? I did not. Adam Crooks, the voice of the owls. Uh, no, I, 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 that was, it was before our time. But, uh, but nonetheless, Eric Von Royen wears the sweatpants, and he, tw- he replies to Phil, says, Hello, Philip, I'll just leave this here. And it's a still picture of Phil having hit a shot. Remember, he was wearing that full mizzen and main button-down yes. dress shirt. Uh, so he's firing back at Phil. That wasn't the worst thing, because, by the way, I didn't mind those shirts. I love those shirts. I got one. You got one? They sent me one. It's like a golf shirt. Just has full buttons and you can swing in it and you can do everything. Wow. It's my most comfortable button down shirt that I have. Wow. Because it's made of whatever golf yeah, shirts yeah. are made of. Very nice. Sugar and spice and everything <laughs> nice. 
So they lost their mind over this. Uh, I think you should wear the shirt next week. Uh, it's a little formal for a Sunday morning. <laughs> I think you would get credit oh, if you wore oh, the shirt next week. Oh, look, you get credit now. That's, that's something. I might uh, might look into that. You have circled an area of interest. <laughs> I, I don't even know what that's show good... Cullen's listening to. <laughs> like, did, did I say that today? <laughs> Where's he even get these things? He's been doing this for two weeks. <laughs> You you got a lot of good lines, apparently, he's, and he's good on the board. I mean, he's, he's great. pulls that stuff out. He's just got to watch out. You never know what's going to come back and hit you. No, no. Uh, we're very excited here at the station. You're, uh, this is your final week to register for six eighty the fans' thirtieth anniversary, the Hilton, the ultimate Hilton Head Island Golf Getaway. You and a foursome play on some of the finest courses in the country in America's Golf Island Hilton Head. You're going to get six nights. For four players at Palmetto Dunes. Six nights, seven rounds. Harbortown Golf Links, Palmetto Dunes, Jones Course, Oyster Reef, just among them. Hilton Head National. You can play all those places and more. You're going to get a twenty, a $250 gift card for everybody in your group. It's going to get a $250 gift card. Wow. I mean, that's pretty strong. I'm in. Oh, it gets even better. Really? Because after we launched that, the folks at Infinity Gwinnett said, you know what, we'll, we'll get them there. They're going to get you to drive over there in style in a brand new QX80. And you can check out all their luxury vehicles at infinityofgwinnett.com. Registration ends on Friday. Well, I sure hope that's this coming Friday. <laughs> yes, I'm sure <laughs> it ends on Friday. So don't screw around. 680thefan.com slash 30. And if you're the guy that types a guy that says, well, I'm not going to win, then just go to playthegolfisland.com and book your own vacation. But I would <laughs> register to try to win this one. I'm in. Whew. Six Kidding nights, me? seven rounds. Six nights. Right? That's like a month. <laughs> Strong. <laughs> 680thefan.com slash 30. Thanks to the folks at Infinity Gwinnett. Thanks to the folks from Hilton Head. That's, that's just great. That's as good as it gets. Yeah. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll check in with J.R. Ross. Not sure why he called. <laughs> we'll try to find that out. Uh <laughs> And it's because Chris Mascaro went to his first PGA show. <laughs> we gave him an assignment where he used to give Courtney Caps. Find the dumbest thing at the show. You have an answer? <laughs> I have an answer. All right, I have an answer also. Uh-oh. And I think JR has his answer. Oh, my. We'll find the dumbest <laughs> items from the PGA show. We'll talk about it next. It's the golf show on the fan, 680 and 93.7. Hot cop. And now it's time for Who's Driving? Brought to you by Ray Judice. If you're facing DUI charges, you need a DUI lawyer who will step up to the T for you. Call Ray Cell at 404-964-4185 to schedule an appointment. All right, we love Ray Judice. <laughs> breaking news into the show we're going to get to in a second. <laughs> it's going to be breaking news to just Chris and I. <laughs> Even the listeners knew this. And uh, Chris and I just learned this. We were today years old when we have breaking news. Uh, who is driving? Well, John Rahm could have gotten to number one in the world. He really should be number one in the world already. Yes, he but he, he needed a win at Torrey Pines. He needed Rory to finish a spot behind wherever he did in, in uh, Dubai. There was a lot of stuff going on. Rahm didn't play as well, well enough. He just talked about the bad breaks that he got. But I like this quote at the end. John Rahm can get very down on himself. He can be his own worst enemy. He said, anytime I was in the rough, I was just as dead as can be. Then he says... And that's the kind of woe is me stuff that I think is going to hurt him. And then he says, but I can guarantee you one thing. 
If you're in the fairway, you don't get bad breaks. <laughs> you just have to play better. So I like that. That's who's driving. He didn't drive it straight enough. He put himself in bad spots, and that's why he didn't win the golf tournament. John Rahm, he finished way down. He finished seventh. <laughs> <laughs> Had a terrible week. I mean, this reminds me of Tiger now. What happened to John Rahm? Yeah, he finished seventh. That's what happened to John Rahm. It was, it was like a career-high finish for some of the guys in this field. Here's, uh, here's what's news to me. So, uh, so we've been talking about JR. You know, JR's out of town. Uh, uh, now, I'll connect and do the show when I'm out of town. But, you know, like if you guys want to take a day off, just take the day off. You don't have to call in. It's fine. We get plenty of pieces here. Um, but, you know, we've been talking about him the whole show because he's in Florida. Yeah. Well, it turns out we have an app. We do. And you can hear the 680 The Fan app. Uh, you can hear the show. Even Good. when you're down in Florida. Now, that we knew. We, of course, knew we had yes. an app. The app has video on it. <laughs> uh, I, was, uh, I was I was six minutes ago years old <laughs> when I learned that. Uh, so thanks to Colin Madden for pointing that out. So apparently you can see us wow. on the app, too. That's not good. So is somebody cutting the cameras or all the cameras? They kind of just automatically cut to whoever's talking and whoever has their mic on. It's pretty cool. That is interesting. That's cool. Would have been nice to know that. You yeah. Know, last like I want to wave. If I wave at this one, <laughs> now now all of a sudden we're completely distracted. We're like a dog. Squirrel! There's cameras? Is that wave? <laughs> Are you waving to JR? I'm waving to JR. Yeah, yeah. Hi, Hi, JR. J.R. Ross joins us from somewhere in Florida. I think I've got him up. Yes. J.R., good morning. Mm. You guys see me in the car talking to you right now? No, we don't We have see cameras you. in the car? <laughs> Does yeah, the app yeah, do yeah, that, too? Cameras in the... I thought maybe it was a 680 thing. Wherever you were at, they just followed you around. Does the app have a camera on it? Does it turn your phone on? It should. I it think does it should, have too. An app. It, it, it does on the app. I did see that, that you can – I didn't know that that worked. I would have been – not only would I have been listening to you laughing, I would have been watching and laughing more. Now we're <laughs> going to have to tuck our shirts in on Sunday mornings. You're going to have to take those That's... joggers and do something different. You yeah, can't, you can't come right. with the joggers now. <laughs> you, now, you now you can wear the, bra- <laughs> the button-down shirt, Brian, because everybody will see you. Yeah. Yeah. I could start stretching in here in my mizzen and main button-down shirt. Could be a sponsor opportunity. I have one. I have one. You know, I could use one of those. I wear a large if you're listening. All right. <laughs> uh, all right, J.R. Ross. No uh, Chris shared with us his thoughts on his first PGA show. It I was did. great. Yes. I already know your thoughts because I saw you every time we went down the hallway. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. That is true. And that, and that guy you fired though. in the first segment, I don't know if you were listening then. but We you, fired J.R. Ross. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I, 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 when do I get my first unemployment check? That's a good point. Good question. I don't know that. Adam? No, I, was, I was wondering, you know, Brian, going to the show like as many times as you have and I have, and you can walk around that place, all those people are there, but you see the same person about 10 times and the one you're looking for you never see. That's right. It's just, I find that amazing. Yeah, you get on this. There, there, yeah, you get, you get on the same circulation as other people. You know, you just start seeing the well, same funny, people over and I over and over. I saw you about, you know, you, you mentioned that, you know, that I saw you a couple of times. I actually saw you about six more times, but I just <laughs> kind of ignored you. I didn't want you to know that. So. Good. I saw JR. Like when you were hiding from me. I saw JR one time from across the convention center because his shirt 
I saw a guy and I saw a shirt and I'm like, wow, that's a bright shirt. You know, here's I can a guy. See, I can see it from you know the other end of the convention center. And as that shirt got bigger in my view, I'm like, holy smokes, that's JR. Yeah. <laughs> JR's easy to see. Yeah, it was pretty loud. Yeah. Pretty loud. That's good stuff. All right. Let's Absolutely. get to it. The uh, the uh, dumbest idea at the show, dumbest product. That sounds harsh. That is harsh. I Too like bad. to think of it. As, huh? <laughs> I like to think of it as innovative. The guy was yeah, innovative. Right. Somebody liked to think of it yeah. as innovative. <laughs> so we don't want to be, yeah. you know, overly critical. But this is our overly critical segment for the year, right here. <laughs> it's the only time we're really overly critical. It's right here. Okay. Uh, Jr., we'll start with you. What was the uh, what was this the the product that you saw that you feel like the world could probably do without? Dumbest product you saw at the PGA show? Well, yeah. Let's start off by saying if this is the only way they're going to make their money, they'll be unemployed. They'll be standing next to me in the unemployment line. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was called "Don't Have a Stroke." Oh I don't my. know if you guys saw it, but no. but here was the description of it. I'm going to read it. I'm not going to paraphrase it. Says golfers spend their hard-earned money to partake in a game that they should enjoy. Scoring is the culprit, and the constant reminder of past shortcomings displayed on a scorecard leads to avoidable mistakes. Don't have a stroke allows you to keep your mind free by tracking your score while also hiding it from you. Because when you look at the golf course's regular scorecard, you become distracted, and that leads to your misery. I like so that I idea. That's awesome. awesome. That is awesome. I love oh, yeah, that I idea. I need to hide that from me. I mean, uh, so how many on. shots are you taking? How, how, how does this product work? How does this product document your score without you knowing what your <laughs> score is? I know. I couldn't figure it out. I looked at the guy and I said, this can't work. Oh, yeah, it's perfect. And he started explaining it to me, and yeah, I'm not that smart, so I just kind of. I kind of packed it in. I, would I, think, I don't you think I need enter to look it for once, dumber. and then you don't see it. Anymore. Yeah, that's what I'm guessing oh, too. I think Cullen. that's right, Cullen. Yeah. Is it like an? Is it like an app? I think it's like an app. We could, you know, I probably should have looked it up because it'd probably be a big seller. You, you, you know, you know, if we'd have just told you earlier that this segment was coming up, Jr., you could have prepared yourself. I'm sorry, <laughs> I didn't mean to spring it on you. Well, I, I figured, I figured, I figured that after that description, nobody would care anyway. So, uh, it's any more in depth with us? What have you laughed harder than you are? God, I you hope know? Matt Edgar's not up right now. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he's listening and watching. Apparently, it's not just not <laughs> up. He's, he's watching us. <laughs> All right. Well, Jr. I got to be honest with you. That if if a product description makes you gloss over and you don't even get all the way through it, that's not a good product. Yeah, and I'm, not. I'm with you. I don't know how that one works. Uh, <laughs> all right, Chris Mascaro. <laughs> what did you see? So I saw a guy had a stand and he had old shafts. You know. Different lengths, whatnot, with a fork on the end instead of a club head. <laughs> and this is the greatest marshmallow roasting plan, uh, 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 stick <laughs> on the planet. And it helps you not only roast marshmallows, you can do s'mores, you can do the whole night oh, weenies. You versatile. Gotta, you, you, yeah, you, it's versatile, right? <laughs> and that, uh, uh, and, that, and I, we actually saw a guy walking away 
with one in his hand, got you know, gives you the guy. marshmallow on the end to get you started. <laughs> right, so it's they already showed pre- you how it works. It's already preloaded for you. Your hand goes here. <laughs> the marshmallow goes here. <laughs> right. Yes. Beautiful. Yeah, I thought that was ingenious. How is this going to help my golf game? Yeah, so I'm not sure how it's going to help the golf game. So these were golf chefs. Do we have any idea what they were going to charge for these things? <laughs> I do not. Because if it's more than a dollar, he didn't do his research. Well, if it's, they might not have told us. Because if it's more than a dollar, you're probably wasting your time and your your money on a on a marshmallow fryer. Yes. Now we talked about this briefly. Most golf clubs, if you've ever done any club work, golf club heads are glued to the golf club shaft. Yes, they're glued. And and a lot of the ways, if you have to change the shaft, you heat the 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 club up, and it breaks the glue down, and then you can pull it. You melt the glue. So how do we think these forks are being held on? Because <laughs> if I'm, they glued them on, <laughs> <laughs> and you put it in over an You're open flame, to stick it in a fire. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, that yeah. is good. I must admit that's pretty yeah. pretty bad. Yeah. All right. You? What did you see? I I saw this multiple times. This is a product that's been around for a while, but they've stepped up their marketing. This product actually used to have a different name, but uh, it's called Q. Q QGolf. And that's their website, Q.golf. If uh, if you feel like having carrying 14 clubs around is just too too draining for you, this is an adjustable golf club. It's one. One club. They say you can play all 18 holes with it. You, can, you can't turn it into a driver, but you could take the loft down to nothing. It's an adjustable club head. Really? You pull the can head you away. With it? You can putt with it. You can have it have zero loft. You can have two degrees, four degrees, whatever you need. Wow. Now, they may be onto something. You can't change the length of it, which is a bit of a single problem. Single length? You're, you're Bryson DeChambeau. You yeah. play single length anyway. And it's not super appealing yeah. in the playing position. <laughs> And uh, you literally pull the face away. You pull the pull the head away from the hosel. At that point, you know it, it engages a clutch, and you can twist it to give the uh, to give the lofts. And you push it back toward the hosel, and that locks it in. Now there's some moving parts there. Uh, I don't know that it's going to stick together during the swings. Uh, you're at the PGA show where we're full of clubs. People are you know clearly spending billions and billions of dollars on all these clubs, and you want to solve that problem. Think of how small of a convention center they would need if everybody just had one club. <laughs> to put it in a closet. Yeah, you don't even need a bag. You have to right. closet. Does it collapse? Here's, here's can, you, can you put it in your pocket you at to, the end? I don't think so. No? You don't have to carry a golf bag anymore. Just carry baggy pants to put all the golf balls in. You put the golf balls in the sweatpants. Yeah, you got sweat sweatpants in right, a sheath. In the joggers. <laughs> right. Like Chi-Chi Rajigweez, right? Chi-Chi Rajigweez. Like. Right. Exactly. Exactly. All right, so that was it for me. Q. Q.golf if you want to. I bet I, I, my dad is probably like, that sounds pretty good to me. <laughs> Can we go the opposite direction? <laughs> yes. Best product? Yes. yes. Go, the, go the opposite direction. So Sconey Golf Shoes, they, they won one of best, you know, best in show. Yeah. My friend Jack uh, Curry and those guys, that, those look like great shoes. I can't wait to get a pair. He, uh, yeah, they, they're very comfortable. I They have the adjustable lace thing. Right. Well, I broke one. You did? Yeah, I was trying to tighten it more I, than it wanted to tighten. It broke. 
but it's, they're very good shoes. Really? You can wash them. All those. Yeah. yeah, you can wash the shoes. You can wear good. them you know, off the course, and you go walk right in. I mean, it's fantastic. I yeah. love that idea. Range I didn't session. see it. What was, the, what was the price point on it? I saw it, but I don't know what was the price point. I think point they're $99.99, yeah. as I recall, looking them up online. Skoni, S-K-O-N-I.com. Jack's a friend of the show. Uh, JR, great work from afar. Well done. We'll let you come back next week. Oh, always a pleasure to be with you guys, right. even when I'm not with you. <laughs> I couldn't be there even if I could. Uh, that's J.R. Ross. Right. Uh, goodbye. From the Dogwood Golf Club. Thank goodness we got him to call in. It was a good idea for a segment. I liked. Uh, he found he found a bad idea, a dumb idea, whatever. I liked yours. You you told me about yours at the show. And right then we in. saw the guy yeah. walk by with one. <laughs> she told me the guy walked by. I'm like, there's, there goes one. Uh, Sold one. Hey, a reminder again, go to 680thefan.com to uh, sign up for this Hilton Head trip. You've got to check it out. 680thefan.com slash 30. We're going to be giving stuff away, big prizes for our 30th anniversary all year. This is the 30th is anniversary right? of this station. But the first one is a golf trip to Hilton Head. So it's Hard to top that. Thanks to Hilton Head Island. Thanks to Infinity of Gwinnett. 680thefan.com slash 30. Uh, how about another feel-good story? You like the feel-good stories. I do. Jackie Burke turns 100 right? today. 100. Or it was yesterday. Turned 100 yesterday. No, it's today. That's what I thought. He's 100. He's the oldest living Masters champion, oldest living PGA championship winner. He's a Marine veteran. People still seeking out his advice. Yeah. Still walks around. He's going to walk into his own birthday party. That's awesome. Yeah. Somebody, one of his older friends said... Uh, the problem with the cake with 100 candles is it's going to take you two days to blow it out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, uh, so there you go. Great stuff today. Yeah, enjoyed it. I think we're back in studio unless we decide the cameras are too much tomorrow. <laughs> or not tomorrow. Next Sunday, Cullen, great stuff. Adam, yeah, above marginal work. And thanks to J.R. Ross for whatever the heck he just did. We're talking football next on The Fan. Stay with us. Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the Derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Sir Robert, I want to thank you for your time. I just don't think you're the right person for this position. I don't understand. Was it something I said? Well, we did a background check on you and found some things of concern. If you're in charge of hiring for your company, you know how helpful a background screening can be. That's why companies that use Horizon Background Screening make smarter hiring decisions. Don't let the wrong hire put your company at risk. Get the real story on your candidates at horizonscreening.com. Horizonscreening.com.